just gonna record this just in case. My system today is a little bit different because I already packed up my mugs, so I have three books stacked. Ah, I have a, I have a question. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about white chocolate? It's fine. Do you have like strong feelings on it, or is it? Just I like, like it I... in things, but I don't like it by itself. Is it chocolate? I mean, technically, yes. It just doesn't have. It's just chocolate without cocoa. Oh god, I hate white chocolate so much. It's so sweet. It's, it's also just like, just like it, oh thank god. Okay. See, like I do not want to say anything too controversial because I do Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also just like Lucy, what if someday someone finds this recording and they and what if like one of us is famous and they cancel us? Because what if like white chocolate is like the next health food craze? Or you know something? what? Then I'll be on the fringe on that one. Like I'm okay taking a stand against white chocolate. It's so bad. Yeah. I think also it really bothers me like it's okay, like, I guess if you can tolerate white chocolate, but when you think it's better than either oh, milk chocolate or... it's not better. I don't think anyone thinks it's better, right? Some people do. Some people do. Who? That's the Who? Thing. Who? I, I can't think of a specific person, but I was having a conversation with someone about we this, and they like, were like... We should just, like, publicly cancel someone right now. <laughs> like, we, should ask, we should ask our friends, and if they do, like, never talk to them again. Wait, should I start an Instagram poll, and then, like, yeah, by the end yeah. of this episode... I'll do it on I'll do it on the other account and then okay. Yeah. I feel like it's two questions. One is like, do you like white chocolate? Second, do you like white chocolate more than other chocolates? Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna make it a query. Oh because we're gay. Good one. Uh, <laughs> that better be in the fucking episode. No, anyways. I think it's good. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, we need to, oh, I forgot we have an actual intro. We do have an actual intro. Okay, I'm Rachel. I'm Lucy. (laughs) Two queer and clueless college students navigating quarantine on opposite coasts, though they're very soon to be the same one. Oh my god, that's true. We're gonna have to change the intro. Well, whatever. Well, well. We keep it for the vibe. Yeah, yeah, the vibe. It has a nice Um, ring to it. Yeah, but we're uh, we're trying to keep up with each other and everything else in this new reality. And so, Rachel, how are we doing? That's a really loaded question. But so far, so good. <laughs> we did that exactly at the same time. So good, so good, so good. Oh my god. Um, so this episode, we're talking about, like, something very near and dear to us during quarantine, a very classic quarantine activity, which is hate-watching, um, and Lucy's been doing quite a lot of this. (laughs) Yeah, recently I, um, with a friend, we binge-watched the whole Twilight series, um, yeah, it was, it was fun, though. It was like a, it was a good time, and we did it intentionally. Like we knew going into it, we weren't gonna like it, but like that's the point, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, what do we mean by hate watching, Lucy? Ah, oh, funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> it's like so, we planned it out. <laughs> it's like we we did plan it or something. Um, so I I was just reading about it, and the definition that came up was. Hate watching is watching a show or movie you suspect you will emphatically dislike for the purpose of being able to talk about how much you disliked it, either during the program, on social media, or afterwards. Um, I don't know if that, that doesn't like fully cover it, but um, 
there's another quote that said, you're getting pleasure from figuring out how it's not giving you pleasure, which I feel like kind of sums it up. Yeah, that makes sense. It's definitely kind of like, uh, and I, like, I, I feel like it's a very, like, ironic alt-teen thing. Like, I'm gonna do this thing just because, like, other people aren't into it, you know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I think it's, like, very much, like, when something is, like, too popular or, like, too agreed upon is good, like, people are mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck it, like, I don't like that anymore. And just to be, like, to, like, be subversive, I'm going to do this thing that's, like, universally disliked or like universally seen as like really bad Hmm, interesting but i feel like the things that we hate watch are not agreed upon as good like i feel like they're pretty much agreed upon as bad no no that's what i mean like what i but like what i mean though is that like like the, the reason why we like i feel like that's part of the reason why we hate watch because it's like it's like i'm being really fucking ironic as like because i'm like do, doing this thing that people don't like you know because it's like mm-hmm. There's also, like, this weird, like, shame in, like, doing something just because everyone else is doing it, right? Mm-hmm, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So know. what What kind of... I, I can get more into the Twilight, like, hate-watching, but, like, what, what kind of comes up for you when you think of, like, hate-watching things that you've seen? Something that you, you, like, know very much is a habit of mine is that, like, I always find myself, like, returning to Glee. Like, mm-hmm. every few years or so, I'll re-watch it. I'll be like, wow it's been a while since I, like, watched Glee, and there'll be shit that's, like, grilled cheeses, where, like, oh Finn makes a grilled cheese, and he sees Jesus in the grilled cheese, <laughs> or, like, she, Mr. Shu will say something like, you're Mr. all Shoe. minority students because you're in the Glee club, and it's, like, these are things that are kind of painful, like, to hear and, like, to watch, but there's just, like, something, I don't know, there's something so... I think it's also, like, the fun thing about, like, rewatching, like, hate, like, hate rewatches is that, like, which has been, like, a lot of my quarantine hate watching, like, Gossip Girl, like, um, or, like, old Disney shows that are, like, not as good as I used to, like, think they were, and, like, is that, like, you can kind of just be, like, haha, my younger self is so dumb, and, like, Mm -hmm. feel, like, this sense of, like, growth or some shit like that. Like, I feel like it's very much, like, feeds into like our like weird superiority complexes like i'm mm-hmm. better than this but i'm like choosing to watch it to like haha laugh at it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's fun to be like wow i liked this like yeah because because I, I see it in two ways one is sort of like yeah i'm going back in time like i'm regressing already so might as well just own it but also yeah. it shows you your growth too yeah. like oh i can laugh at this now and i used to not laugh at it and so therefore I'm a different person so it kind of does both at the same time yeah it's also like it's kind of like the well like I was looking at the Vox article that you sent me and it's just like it's like the different types of hate watching right it's like Mm. you're you hate watch because like you know it's going to be bad and you like want to laugh at it or like you want to like or it's like you hate watch it because you want to like make fun of it like with people Mm -hmm. and like or I think like the the type of like hate rewatch is like very much like a you like watch it because you like both want to like make fun of it but you also want to make fun of your younger self like there's something Mm -hmm. very fun about like self-deprecation when it's like I feel like not your current self because it doesn't like it's Mm -hmm. not exactly like sad because you're like I've moved on from this but yeah I think I think it's also one of the reasons it's been kind of a fun thing to do in quarantine is because it's a very to me a very social activity 
Like, I don't hate watch things by myself yeah. normally. Like, um, we've done a lot of Netflix parties. Like, we watched The Kissing Booth with our friends. The Kissing Booth 2, yeah. which really did not need to exist as a movie. Yeah. Um, They're making a third one. Oh, God. They did leave it on a cliffhanger, so they would. And we are going to be watching it. You know that. Like, yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, I think, like, in a time when it's hard to be around people in person, it's nice to, like, have some sort of social experience to bond over. Um, and especially, like, when you're back home with all of the friends that you, like, associate with the time that you might have watched something. Like, yeah. that's kind of a cool way to, cool, I don't know, maybe not cool, but, like, a good way to connect with them. Yeah. I also think, like, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely the type of person where, like, when I'm watching something, like, when I want to, like, watch a movie with my friends, I want to be able to, like, feel like I'm there with my friends, and, like, mm-hmm. in order to do that, I want to talk during the movie. But I'm also someone who gets really fucking annoyed when people are talking during a movie, during if movie. I, like, want to enjoy it, you know? Because, like, it is a mutual experience, and it's much, like, easier to feel like you're there and equally experiencing when you're, like, in person without having to talk. But I definitely think that there's something about hate watchers because like you know it's bad you're not missing Mm -hmm. anything important so it's like really so like it's both like the fun of the hate watch to literally like like bash on it as it's Mm -hmm. happening but it's also like the fun of like catching up with your friends that like a hate watch enables um yeah by like because you can talk during it and you can like be like what the fuck just happened or like look at Mm -hmm. her hat like um i really like watching like um I rewatched Radio Rebel with some of, oh, like, God. my high school friends, and we would just, like, throughout the entire thing, we would have the Zoom call open, and we would just be doing the face where it's, like, tuck hair behind ear, look down, and then look up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, there's an, kind of an immediacy to it that's that you don't get with other things. Like, a lot of what, like, the Vox article was talking about was, like, oh, you can go on social media, like, while you're watching it and, like, post yeah. on Twitter and stuff. I, I mean, I don't do that, but I feel like we kind of have the equivalent of that when you're with friends. You're kind of, like, you can Definitely. post or, like, have feedback in real time. Other Like, if you were watching a genuine movie, like... You don't want to talk you, over it. Yeah. You don't want to talk over it, and so you can only, like, talk about it after the fact. Yeah. Which isn't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it definitely is not as fun. Like, there's, it's so much more fun to, like, digest things real time and to, like, regurgitate them and be like, what was that? I also think that, like, hate, the cool thing about hate watches is that they, like, sit in this, like, very middle space where they're, like, so bad that you can enjoy them, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like the shower, like, where the water gets so hot that it's, like, almost Like, kind of, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I uh, but like and but they're not like bad enough where they're literally like where they're like literally offensive you know like or like they're not bad enough where you're literally like I can't bear to get through this um but I think like and the fun part about it is that like you can bear to get through that like it, it like very much like walks the line where you can bear to get through it like in the company of other people and like I think something about hate watching and quarantine is that it, like really brings people together because instead of just like tweeting and everything like um online communication via calling and via zooming has been like normalized so much like during quarantine because that's our way of like communicating with each other that like it's really hard to like that it's like it makes that like tweeted like live tweeted conversation into like one over zoom you know which is like (laughs) 
so interesting like the other day like I went to a drive-in movie like very distanced in my car and it felt weird because I went with the people who I normally hate watch and we were all like should we be calling each other like <laughs> like but then we like tried it but it was like a genuinely good movie so we mm. we didn't do it like yeah and it yeah, just yeah. felt kind of weird not gonna lie um but yeah I think um one thing I read that was like there there is kind of a fine line with hate watching because it's like It also has to do with the person who created the content, the hate product. Like, the person who created it can't be aware that it's bad. Like, because if they're aware that it's bad, then it's, like, campy, which is is its own genre. Um, Which, I'm trying to think of examples of that. But, like, then it's just sort of, like, a funny comedy, and everyone's in on the joke. I mean, it's like SNL, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's like SNL, kind of. It's like sketch comedy, like, or it's like, or, like, I guess SNL isn't, like, bad, but, like, like the starving games do you remember that? yeah the starving games that's a good example yeah which is which is basically just a parody of the hunger games um but yeah like the person who created it can't be in on the joke because then there's no joke really it's like then the joke is just the the content not like the criticism of the content i don't know definitely definitely it's much more like fun to like laugh at something than be like we're laughing with you you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like which sounds kind of like sadistic and cruel but i definitely think that like that's part of the appeal Mm -hmm. i also think i think it's it's the reason we like hate watching isn't because is because it gives us like the ability to have an opinion on something yeah like because if you hate something it implies that you like care enough to hate it right like it's not, like, what the article calls a meh watch, which is just, like, something that's, like, eh, you know, you don't even have an opinion on it. You can't even talk about it. Like, hate watching is yeah. fun because you're, like, ah, oh, I have a hot take, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But I also, like, think the the really funny, yeah, like, I it definitely, like, allows us to be, like, these weird film critics, which you would know about since you're a modern culture and media yeah. concentrator. Let's not jump to conclusions. She's, like, she's just, like, a film studies major at, like, in any other, like, speak. Um, but, like, I don't know, I thought there was this really interesting thing because it was, like, it, it was talking about, like, good movies. Like, you have to be qualified to critique it, right? Like, you have to be qualified mm-hmm. in order to, like, say anything that is a hot take at all. But, like with a bad movie you can just automatically be like Mm. criticism you know and like or like and i think there's this one video i watched on like why do we love bad movies that was like everyone can have an opinion Mm. on like a hate watch or like a bad movie and like you don't have to be qualified to do it whereas like people who like produce actual like criticism is that's like another category of its own like in order for it to be criticism there's like this weird thing of like you have to have like a degree like the one you're getting in terms of like understanding like character development and like cinematography and like sound mixing and all that jazz but yeah yeah it's like when enough people can just agree it's bad you can just say it's bad and like people can just trust that i guess um, I also I also feel like w- with social media too, like because so many people like hate watch and use social media to like talk about their hate watching and their hot takes. Like I don't know, I feel like social media is very much based around hot takes, like especially the kind of people we probably interact with on oh, social definitely. media. It's like it's not gonna make it up there. Like there's so much content out there. It's not gonna mm-hmm. make it up there, like unless it's like burning hot. Like yeah. Like yeah. Jonas Brothers, like burning yeah. up. Burn it up for you. Burn babe. it up. 
<laughs> do you think so you you mentioned this you texted me you were like so we're both we're both pretty busy people like we don't necessarily have a lot of time on our hands and if we do we like to fill it with productive stuff because that's just how we work um and hate watching doesn't feel like a very productive use of time but we do it like we do it consistently um yeah and you pose the question and I'm gonna pose it back to you like why do we do it wow wow incredible (laughs) boomerang I mean I also think like the funny thing about it to me is that like I think that we're both like relative to the general population pretty pretentious. Like, you know, like we will both be very pretentious. Like, literally, before we were filming this episode, you were like, like Frank Ocean talking about his <laughs> pyramids, and like, di- like the fucking the fucking name of the podcast that you listen to is called Dissect. Like yeah. dissecting a song and an album, and like. I wouldn't consider myself, like, a pretentious person, but I definitely am, like, relatively pretentious and can be, like, circumstantially pretentious, and I definitely think that we both can be very much like that about movies, you know? Like, we'll be like, oh my god, like, there's just, like, something really incredible about this movie, like, it really made me cry, but I, like... Like, I I don't even know why I do it, because, like, sometimes I'll just be, like, I need a hate watch in order to relax. I mean, I think I kind of think about it in terms of, like, it's like, I love, like, a lot of people will say that they have their best ideas, like, in the shower. Like, I will often say that I have my best ideas in transit, because it's very much, like, a, like, an empty thought like process Mm -hmm. like you're not really you're kind of forced to just like sit there and like sit in your mind because you don't have anything better to do and like there's nothing really captivating your attention you know and like I feel like hate watching is like that because there's nothing captivating my attention but I like get to like divert my rage somewhere and like I was like talking to my friend Ashley yesterday about this as well and because our friend Helena was like how do y'all find the time to work out and I was like honestly like so much of working out for me is just like I'm so angry and I'm so like I'm so enraged from the day that I've had because like because of meetings or like just the general like isolation and loneliness of quarantine or just like living under the crushing like realities of like subtle colonialism and capitalism that like I need to like like direct that somewhere I just like punch the air (laughs) but like I need to direct that somewhere and I feel like hate watching is like very much like kind of just like existing with your thoughts but like being able to like direct all of that rage somewhere and also like we do technically have more time but I like I mean like I guess I pose the question back to you like why aren't we filling it with like things that are more like like purveyors of taste or like the targets Mm -hmm. of like I don't know, like, like really good critique or something like that. Okay, so I feel like to answer, like, the first question, which, which is, like, why, why as, you know, very productive or productivity-focused people, like, do we do this? I feel like it's sort of, it's sort of like, oh, if we're going to do something unproductive, might as well, like, really own it. Like, mm. You know, because if you're going to, like, if you're going to do something really unproductive, why don't you just watch The Kissing Booth 2 and just be like, this is unproductive, I'm going to, like, designate this unproductive time, rather than just sort of, like, exist in limbo, because that's one of the worst feelings to me, sort of, like, I'm somewhere in pro- in between, like, doing something productive and, like, not, 
it's sort of yeah. like the meh it's like that meh feeling like i don't have a take on this and no. it's very frustrating right um, but like why not then like like because what i'm hearing you say is that like you want it to be something like really enjoyable right like if you're going to be in- unproductive then why not like do something that you would enjoy much more because like i definitely think that i enjoy a hate watch but i definitely don't like derive like we had this conversation in our like short-term satisfaction like episode of like like you said like when you read something that's difficult or like you Mm -hmm. like do something long form you feel so much more accomplished and it feels like a much better use of your time so like well well that's that's because that to me like watching you know like a really like acclaimed movie or listening to a podcast about frank ocean's album and understanding it like, those are very interesting, but that to me still feels like a form of productivity. Mm. And that means it requires kind of like a level of focus and kind of like understanding. And like, it's learning. Like, to me, it feels like learning, which mm-hmm. which takes headspace and time. And like, yeah. I like the sort of, like you were talking, sort of empty, numb feeling of not doing something productive. Yeah. And so if I'm going to own it, I'll just do it, you know? Um, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. What are What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it, like, relates to, like, honestly, to, like, gossip really well and, like, just talking shit about people, you know? Because it's, like, of course you're, like, it's going to be a better use of your time to, like, to, like, learn something, you know? Of course you're going to feel much more meaningful, but it's, like, so much easier to just, like, be, like, oh, like, did you hear about this? Like, the concept of a good story, like, the concept of anything that feels, like, meaningful, so to speak, like, is that, like, there's tension, there's conflict, you know? And, like, there's, like, there's something, like, fun at it. In a lot of ways, I think it really just goes back to, like, our, like, innate nature in terms of, like, wanting to gossip about something. And, like, it's very much, like, an empty-headed thing. And, like, there is tension, but there is no meaning, you know? Like, there is something, like, there is, like, the elements of a good story could be there, but it's just, like, missing the work, you know? Like, it's missing the work that you have to do in order to get to it, if that makes sense. And, like, I don't know. I just think it's, like, very funny like and like I'm reading all about love right now by bell hooks and she talks a lot about how like like because of like all of the societal structures that we're put under like and I feel like productivity is like one of those is that like like one of the results of that is that like women specifically like don't feel like they can be their whole selves with other people and like gossip is like gossip and like essentially like talking shit is just like a social interaction in which like women are completely comfortable with what they're saying and like completely get to like be their like like an uglier self or like a more unfiltered self like she has like this it's just like so brilliant she's like one reason women have traditionally gossiped more than men is because gossip has been a social interaction wherein women have actually felt comfortable stating what they really think and feel often rather than asserting what they think at the appropriate moment women women will say what they think will please the listener later they gossip stating at that moment their true Mm. thoughts interesting do you think do you think hate watching is a gendered thing because i mean most i'd say a majority of my friends are women yeah and most of the people i do hate watching with are women but i don't know like is that a because i feel like there's also this very like specific indie boy who's like tell me your like favorite like films like um i really like (laughs) like i like tarantino (laughs) Sorry, okay, sorry, we get we got off topic. But do you think, yeah, do you think hate-watching is gendered? 
I honestly don't know. I think it could be. Like, I mean, I definitely think that, like, my guy friends, like, when they want to, like, watch something just, like, fun or just to, like, take their mind off things, it's oftentimes, like, an action movie or, like, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, a video game, which is, like, I yeah. think I would say, like, just as mindless, but, like... But, but it's in a know. different way, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I think it's a very hard line to, like, jump through because it's, like, because I don't want to feed into the thing of, like, women are catty and, like, that's why women mm-hmm. like to hate watch and, like, women like to gossip. Um, well, I think what the bell hooks thing is saying is that it's not an inherent, like, thing yeah. for women. It's just that society has created, like, this as a space where women can feel comfortable. It's not like right. they're drawn to that inherently. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking, like, huh, I don't know. I don't think it's, like, totally gendered, necessarily. I think gossip is definitely, like, gendered in the way that it's, like, portrayed. But I do also think that, like, a lot of movies that are, like, hate watches are, like, the target ad- audience is women. Yeah, like, even yeah. when they were first coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it might also have to do with genre a bit. Like, yeah. I think, um, I think... The majority of hate watches I watch are romances, I think. Yeah. And I think romance is something we tend to associate with female audiences a lot. And also there's something like very time specific about the way ro- romance is portrayed, like um the way we understand how like men and women should interact in a romantic way has like I think drastically changed from like early 2000s to now, but like action movies you know I don't know it's still like violence like heists you know like that doesn't hasn't changed as much even if the like settings change and the actors change so maybe that has something to do with it like the genre targeting of romance but I do think that like the hate watch like no matter how much like society like has progressed or some shit like that you know like the hate watch itself has not progressed Mm -hmm. like i think that like when a netflix exec approves something like the kissing booth i don't well i don't know maybe they do think it's genuinely good but i think that some part of them like yeah i hope not either but i think like some part of them like knows that there's an industry that feeds off Mm -hmm. of like making fun of it you know and there's like there's like a huge demographic of people who think this is stupid and will watch it for that mm-hmm. reason, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I also think like I it would be really like what do you make of like the fact that there is like an industry of like YouTube or like and like other social media where like people are just like criticizing like everything wrong mm-hmm. with this or like honest trailer for this mm-hmm. or like or like the blank is so dumb or like this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen reviewing Riverdale yeah like, well I mean that was the question I was gonna ask X which is like is it unhealthy or like a bad habit to start like embracing hate watching like because it's say it's basically saying focus on the things that are bad focus on the things that are wrong hmm. and I don't know I mean I, to me I don't think hate watching is harmful because I think you'd go into it and you're like yeah, like, this is just a fun activity, like, this is a way to relieve stress, this is a way to connect to people. Yeah. But I, I think it can easily bleed over into other aspects of your life if you get too critical, like, or if you start, I, I don't know, I think you could, like... If you start, I think if you start genuinely hating it, yeah. you know, like, then it's, like, like, if you're, if you're watching it, like, just to hate it, like, you're not watching it for actual enjoyment... Mm-hmm of like out of hating it I think like that's where it gets like kind of toxic but I think like like now I'm think now that you like bring this up like 
um i do think about like the fact that like people will bring like blockbuster movies or like franchise movies like the kissing booth like as hate watchers and like does it mean like does the like like huge popularity of hate watching mean that there's like less um money or there's less capital for like actual creative like ventures you know because like that's been like a huge critique of like the film industry in past years that like they just keep remaking movies because they know Mm -hmm. they'll they'll sell you know one question i was going to ask was um because i really don't have any expertise on this (laughs) as a modern i haven't even declared my concentration yet so i'm so sorry i'm really just putting no no you're good you're good um one question i had was like do you think the hate watching phenomenon bleeds into other like other things you do like do you hate listen to music or like hate read books or um I don't know or hate like hate exercise is that like a thing you could do like I don't know I don't know I think there isn't like another I I don't think there's another medium where I do it as aggressively Mm -hmm. you know because like there's something so social about um like watching something together but I think I just call those guilty pleasures. Ah, uh, okay, you know? but okay. So the the article did talk about that. Like, what do you see as the difference between guilty pleasures and like things you hate? Watch. Um. Guilty pleasures is something that I could do more than once. I could not watch the Kissing Booth two twice. Mm. I don't think. What would like? There's... What kind of movie would qualify as like a guilty pleasure? Oh. Total Drama Island. Total Drama <laughs> Island. Oh my god. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, but I guess by that measure, then, like, Glee is not a hate watch. You know? Like, Glee is a guilty pleasure. But I also, like, feel this weird sense of, like, I feel like the weird thing about, like, hate watches is that, like, if I'm, like, I genuinely like, like, Gossip Girl, like, a hate watch almost feels like a cheat, you know what I mean? Because, like, I genuinely, I'd say that Gossip Girl falls more into the category of, like, a guilty pleasure for me than a hate watch. But, like, I call it a, like, if I say that I genuinely like it, like, what if I get cancelled for that, you know? Because, like, it's agreed upon that it's, like, a like a bad show. Like, it's a very bad <laughs> show. But it's, like, a wildly popular show. But it still, like, is a bad, bad show. You know, maybe, like, hate watching is just the social form of guilty pleasure. Like... Guilty pleasure is, like, when you watch something on your own and kind of, like, there's no social element to it, but, like, when you take something that would be a guilty pleasure and, like, a bunch of people agree to sort of, like, hate it at the same time is when it becomes a hate-watching sort of thing. Mm. I don't know. To me, they're kind of one and the same. Like, it's less about the content and more about, like, the context in which they're viewed that changes the... So, so I have, I still have my question okay. for you. Do you think, like, the, do you think that the industry is, like, like, do you think that hate watching, like, hurts, mm-hmm. like, our, the canon of movies that we get to look at, or, like, the canon of content that we get to look at in, like, a particularly harmful way? To me, no. I don't think so. Um, partially because a lot of what I watch is content that is already like part of what I hate watch is like content that already exists so I don't feel like it's crowding out things um like Twilight but what I mean is like what I mean is like what like do you think the fact that like like that's so popular and like it's being made more of yeah 
like makes it a threat I mean it's hard to say like I don't have numbers I don't know but I'm kind of part of me is inclined to just be like what is good like what is creative you know those are things that we just we we think we say oh Tarantino you know like he's great he's good he's creative I don't think yeah well I mean obviously (laughs) but no that just proves how subjective it is and like why can't we be like oh the kissing booth is creative like bad things can be creative you know no no I agree but what I'm saying is like what I what I'm saying is not like the not like whether those things are creative but like whether like the reproduction of like one specific thing because like I think like the common criticism of like the industry whatever you call it is like is that like there's no there's no money there's no even opportunity for things to even be like new things to even arise because what's being invested in is only are only things that already exist or like more of the same type of things that already exist yeah I feel like that's something I would I don't like have the information to know um I guess my point is that is that we don't necessarily have to consider like capital spent on those things as wasted or like crowding out because how we define good content is so subjective and if we're finding if like if we're having time together with our friends and enjoying watching it and it feels like a relief and a relaxing moment during the day when we're like really are having a tough time you know maybe that's how we define good content and like and that's okay and it's not crowding out good content it is the good content We have, it's completely half and half on the, (gasps) do you like white chocolate? Yes or no. But it is unanimous that it is not better than other chocolates. That is a relief. And the answers to whether, like why, are just hating on white chocolate. Uh, My friend. Wait, can I ask how many people, how many people in total responded? 14. Okay, that's a good good number. Yeah, so not a truly representative data sample. But, <laughs> but you know but, what? But everything is flawed. Um, that's someone true. said it's not even chocolate. And another person said dark chocolate is unmatched. Agree. And that is it. Alright, that makes me feel better about like the people at least who you associate with. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. Okay. So the main thing you should be taking away from this episode is that white chocolate is trash and yeah. dark chocolate is superior. And, and that everything is subjective and you can't trust anything. Anything. Yeah. And keep hate watching. Yeah. Yeah. Good so far so? Good oh, so far so. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Good so far so. Ready? Good so far. Oh, okay. Okay, ready? What? Ready? ready? <laughs> I was. I did a three, two, one. Ready? Oh, okay, sorry. Good so. Good far so, so far so. so. Oh.